0: Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash days.
1: The cranberry harvest is complete, but the work doesn't stop there. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Weatherby Cranberry Company is packing its fresh fruit and it's sending the other portion of its berries to American Berry Company, just outside of Warren's, to be dried. Then, third-generation berry farmer Najee Van Wyken and her family will tend to the perennial fruit through the winter. But first, Najee reflects on the harvest with me.
0: Well, we have finished the harvest on our marsh. We finished taking the last of the berries off on October 27th. And now we're in the process of sorting and packing our fresh fruits so that they are available for the consumer to purchase for the holiday season.
1: Yeah, how, how was the harvest?
0: Well, I mean, actually, unfortunately, uh, Mother Nature gave us quite a twist, especially in this uh, area around the Warrens-Toma uh, area. And um, uh, our crop is down considerably, I think it will be down statewide as well, but the final figures are not in yet. Why was it down? Well, a lot of speculation. You never completely ever know the reason why. But uh, about a year ago, around Halloween time, uh, we had received uh, some bitter cold temperatures. And the bud is always on the vine for the next year's crop. And we feel that that bud got damaged, and that was the majority of uh, the reason. And in this area, uh, around the 4th of July, we also had heavy rainfall, and that's the time of year when the cranberries are in blossom, and so we, uh, we did not get good pollination of the uh, blossoms as we had hoped. So for those two reasons, we think that's why our uh, crop is down.
1: Yeah, it's just those rogue frosts or cold snaps, they don't do any fruit crop any good here in Wisconsin. No, no, no. Give me a sense of scale. How much are you guys usually, um, I mean, what is your output usually on a given year?
0: Well, it was estimated that Wisconsin's crop should be 5.5 million barrels. We still use the old standard weight of a barrel, which equals 100 pounds. So depending upon the variety of vines that you have depends upon the productivity that you might have. Uh, It can be anywhere from 300 to 500, 600 barrels per acre. The new hybrid varieties of vines uh, are very productive.
1: How many acres is Weatherby?
0: Uh, my husband and I, we have 110 acres ourselves. Then our son and son-in-law have additional acreages as well. We are an independent marsh, Weatherby is, but they are members of the uh, Ocean Spray Cooperative, which 60% of all growers belong to. It's a large grower-owned co-op in, this, in the nation.
1: It's been seasonably warm this fall. I mean, how does... That influenced the cranberry harvest?
0: Well, it's actually made it easier for us because for our employees to be out in better temperatures and that it's easier working conditions for them, that really has been more of an asset than, than a deficit. But the labor shortage is, like all across the nation, it has affected us as well. So uh, we struggle with having enough labor force.
1: How bad was it this year in particular?
0: It was the worst we had ever experienced. So uh, we just had to make do with less employees. You try to figure out creative ways so that uh, uh, you don't have to do quite as much manual work. There's a, a bonus to that because you do become creative and learn how to cope with less employees by doing your jobs more efficiently.
1: As Weatherby, Cranberry Company, are you guys reliant on young kids, or not young kids, but, you know, high school-age students or seasonal workers or migrant workers?
0: Well, as a family marsh during the summer months, we we rely basically upon our own family, which uh, consists of uh, our fifth-generation grandchildren that we have working on the marsh. Uh, We do not rely upon any migrant help. And seasonal employees in the fall, um, we try to uh, uh, get back and retain the, the workers that we have uh, been had a pleasure to work with for many, many years. And we do our best at trying to keep the same employees coming back to us.
1: Have you put your finger on maybe why you haven't been able to find enough people to, to help out or why you're having workforce problems?
0: Well, Not particularly. I think we're just, as part of the entire uh, loss of workforce, we are involved in that. We just cannot find people that are willing to to work. How is is transporting berries? That does not seem to be a problem for us. We particularly own all of our semi-trucks and trailers to uh, deliver our bulk berries to the receiving station. Uh, where they are mechanically sorted uh, well enough for a processed product, where they go into 1,000-pound wooden tote bins and taken to freezers and uh, kept frozen until our processor uh, decides to make the dried cranberries out of them. For our fresh fruit part of it, the wholesalers that we deal with, they provide the trucking to our marsh and pick up the packaged berries. and take them to Minneapolis, St. Paul, and so forth.
1: Has your processor expressed any concern over finding workforce?
0: Oh, yes. They're in the same problem. Yes, they, they have difficulty finding uh, labor for their, for their company as well.
1: Do you know what demand is looking like from a consumer standpoint? I know holidays are a busy time for cranberries, but are people asking you for more cranberries or you've never had an oversupply
0: issue? Well, during the COVID part, we we've, uh, discovered that more people were obviously cooking and eating at home. And it actually, with, our, with the juice product, Ocean Spray, has told us that they had a great amount of uptake in consumption of juice products, which is wonderful. And, of course, the dried cranberries are very versatile, so they can be used in a lot of different ways, and it seems as though that product is probably the fastest-growing product in the industry is the, the dried cranberries. As far as the fresh market is concerned, usually that's a pretty stable market. But um, where we have been um, selling at the Madison Farm Market or Dane County Farm Market, our cranberries are very well received. They, for some reason, are not finding as many fresh cranberries available at the grocery stores, so they're delighted to see that we are at the farm market. And plus, the buy local theme is very popular with people nowadays, they, and they enjoy uh, purchasing right from the grower themselves and then they are able to ask any questions that they want and we can clarify anything in their minds as far as our product is concerned.
1: I wanted to ask you now, what does a cranberry producer do in the winter months?
0: Okay, well there's, there is seasonal work all year long. Uh, what happens in the winter time on a cranberry marsh is around Christmas time or sometime in December when we get a consecutive number of nights that are bitter cold, we bring the water level up in the beds and freeze the vines right into a blanket of ice. And that insulates the the vine with the bud at the tip of the vine to be insulated from the cold winter temperatures and wind chill factors. And then there is a winter cultural practice called sanding that occurs usually around late January. We fill our dump trucks with a a fine-grained sand with a sand spreader attachment on the tailgate, and we drive right out into these frozen beds. We create about a foot of ice on all these beds and then spread only a half-inch layer of sand on top of the ice. And then in late March, when the ice melts, the sand goes down to the base of the bed, and we do it for four important reasons. One is to keep the bed firm for all the harvest equipment in the fall. Second, it is a good stimulus to the root system of the plant. <laughs> Thirdly, the way the plant grows, the berries hang from short uprights. But there is also <coughs> excuse me, a long vegetative runner, which produces no fruit. However, if we can poke that long vegetative runner into the ground with uh, this half-inch layer of sand, up will come new short uprights that produce more fruit, and so your productivity increases in your beds or sections. And fourthly, uh, the reason for sanding is that uh, after you harvest a bed, you drain the water back down. And if you have not uh, been able to drain off all the dead leaves and so forth, that would drain to the base of your bed, and you would could possibly get insect infestation the next spring and summer. However, by putting this half-inch layer of sand on top of those piles of dead leaves, it is a natural, biological way of getting rid of insects, so not as much uh, chemicals need to be used during the the summer months.
1: So a lot of thought and time goes into those beds, uh, even in the winter.
0: And they are maintaining their equipment and also creating, building, Uh, new equipment because since there's only about 250 cranberry growers in the state of Wisconsin the big machine companies are not interested in us because we wouldn't buy enough machinery there are some specialized machine companies in the state but very few but these family owned and operated marshes seem to take a lot of pride in designing creating and building their own equipment during the winter in their shops So much of the specialized cranberry equipment is built by the growers during the winter months in their own shops. There's some small specialized machine companies around, but like I said, the growers themselves take a great deal of pride in in trying to create, design, and build their own equipment.
1: That's Najee Van Wyken, the owner and third generation grower at Weatherby Cranberry Company in Warrens, Wisconsin. She says cranberries are an amazing fruit and she's proud to be a grower in Wisconsin where we are the leader in the nation for the production of cranberries and we've been the leader for the past 27 years. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.